0: Zone, coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power.
1: Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even i starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a liver From writing rats Put it together even...
0: Josh steps up And he's gonna get the first down Oh, and there he goes No one's gonna get him Incredible Breaks it for the touchdown 52 yards Josh Allen I didn't second and nine plus the middle Sherfield was not that was Shakir not down inside the ten. oh what an
2: effort the play of the night
0: we fought so hard to get to this point to get a chance to be in the playoffs and I'm so proud of this team tonight the way we came out and started fast I'm so proud, and so we wanted to give ourselves a chance, and now we, we did just that. We can play better than we did tonight, but it's on to the next one, so we're on to Detroit. We played them early on in the year as well. Didn't play our best ball, so uh, and they're playing really well right now. So for us, getting the little things fixed, going back and looking at that film, but just trying to carry this momentum and uh, stick together. Uh, That's the main thing for us, stick together. All right, welcome in on a
3: dandy, dandy Tuesday. Hope everybody's out and about, safe if you have to be, if you're at home, still getting to stay and enjoy another snow day. Good for you. You take advantage of that, by golly, because these don't come along near enough. Tampa Bay took advantage yesterday of an Eagles team that looked like it had a broken wing. Hmm. I should have played that as a, uh, a song coming out. Where's Mr. Mr. when I need him? Um, anyway, dominating performance by Tampa. And, uh, look, relatively good fight put up by Pittsburgh, I thought, against a <laughs> Buffalo team that is clicking right now. They blew an opportunity in the first half with a pick in the end zone. Can't out make those mistakes against a team that good. Otherwise, Well, that 10-point line would have looked really good, Wes, if you're a Pittsburgh backer yesterday.
4: Yeah, Mason Rudolph's turnovers, that's what cost them any chance in that game. They had to play almost perfect to to win that game on the road against a good Buffalo Bills team. Turnovers killed?
3: Turnovers are bad. We've seen that. That's the story. We talked about that potentially with the Bills yesterday. That they seem to uh, occasionally make those mistakes when they need them the least. And, you know, I was looking for an Allen fumble or a pick or something. But, man, they played great yesterday. And they uh, get to host this week. This will be the first road game in the playoffs ever for Patrick Mahomes. 5-0 and in divisional games. And, honestly, like, the way their defense is playing right now, I give them a pretty good shot. And they're an underdog going to Buffalo, as you'd expect. But that's going to be a whale <laughs> of a game.
4: Yeah, I I saw that line. I was a little surprised. I thought Buffalo would be a bigger favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. I like Buffalo a lot in this
3: game. Well, Uh, the Chiefs are the second-leading scoring defense, so that's why they're getting a lot of respect, plus Mahomes is Mahomes. Yes.
4: I think Buffalo's clicking right now, and the Chiefs, uh, I think a lot of people maybe got fooled by the game Saturday night with the bad weather game and Miami struggling like that in the bad weather and it's probably and it's created some hope for Kansas City Chiefs fans after seeing that but I think this will be a different animal when they go up to Buffalo I think it's going to be a very difficult task and I think Buffalo could win this by double digits yeah don't yeah. see it
3: that way at all I think it's going to be I, a really close game
4: yeah I, I was you caught me off guard when you said that
3: yep Still got the championship pedigree, and they're not, they weren't, they're not Philadelphia. They're not playing like a bunch of bums. I mean, they, they aren't completely out of sync. they And you're right. I mean, they were kind of late in the season, yeah. but the defense is the one thing you can hang your hat on. You know, there was a guy that went viral for making a comment on a, uh, uh, a sports set, and he said, do you think the Cowboys can ride the D? And it's like, and the guy just paused. The Chiefs are going to have to ride the D if they're going to get to the AFC championship game.
4: Defense has to come up huge for them. Yeah. I mean, they can't let Buffalo score 24 points. I don't think the Chiefs can score more than that. I think uh, this has to be a game they hold them in the teens.
3: You're really impressed with this Buffalo uh, defense now all of a sudden. No,
4: I'm not impressed by the Kansas City offense. Remember the drops? Who's who's got a
3: better offense? Bills, by far. Kansas City or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh Pittsburgh moved the Kansas ball pretty City. regularly yesterday. Yeah, I mean, dude didn't have. I mean, Mason Rudolph didn't have a great game, but he was, you know, other than the picks, he played okay.
4: I don't know. And, and Pittsburgh's offense has been a lot better down the stretch. Pittsburgh's offense down the stretch has been better than Kansas City's offense. I mm-hmm. bet if you take a look at the last four to six games of the season, Pittsburgh's offense was better than Kansas I can't, City's.
3: I can't refute that because I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we'll see. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Texans and the Ravens. Big line there, as expected. Mm -hmm. Texans have defied the odds already. And they went from the number one total defense in Cleveland. Now they get the number one scoring defense in Baltimore. You got the youngest playoff winner at quarterback ever. And now he'll try to do something else that's never been done. A rookie quarterback trying to beat a team with a former MVP at quarterback. It's never happened before. It's happened four times in the past. Mm Hmm. Where they've met up, but it's never happened where they were able to get over. Green Bay, San Francisco's a 10 point line, appropriately so. Although the more I doubt Green Bay, the more I think, who knows. And then the Tampa, you know, and, and Detroit game looks phenomenal, doesn't it? I mean, if Tampa's going to play like that. Now, again, maybe a little fool's gold. They played yeah. perfectly, basically, yesterday. And there was also a Philadelphia team that can't get out of its own way. So that may have been a little bit of fool's gold, too. You think that's the same thing with Kansas City and Miami, and you might be right. So, looking forward to all four games. I think uh, they're all intriguing in their own way. I think the Green Bay-San Francisco game should be the least of them, but Green Bay, again, has already defied the odds once, so why not? Let's see if we can make it interesting. There will be eight teams in this playoff divisional round. All the quarterbacks are under the age of 30. Jared Goff's the oldest at 29. It's the third time since 1970 that it's happened. The other time... Or the last time? Last year. (laughs) So, young guys are leading the way. Uh, But anyway, it's good. I think we got some good games. I'm excited. I didn't really get... uh, I guess I wasn't shocked by anything that happened yesterday.
4: I am shocked at the demise of Philadelphia. How... But you predicted they were going to lose. Yeah, I did. But it's still shocking to me how this team, defensively, offense... Just the, the problems that they have... What happened in that locker room? How do you go from what were they eleven and one, and then lose five out of your last six games, now six out of your last seven games, to completely just fall apart? A team that we thought was, hey, this is Super Bowl favorites right now. After what beating that, who they lose to? Anyway, at that time we thought they were. I thought, you know, if they got there and lost last year, now they're going to get there and win, or they lost in the championship, in NFC Championship game. And then for, to fall apart, like they did, and it look as bad as they did? think no, they lost in the Super Bowl. Kansas City. In Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking San Francisco. Yeah. Uh... I I I don't know. I mean, I would love to know. I w- wish you could get inside that locker room and find out what happened. How did this locker room fall apart like that? There
3: was a discombobulation to be sure. I wonder, you know, again, you got a first-year coordinator and somebody made the argument yesterday during the broadcast that maybe the, the losing the coordinator's made a huge difference and obviously it, it didn't help, although they still were able to get off to a good start. The question becomes whose head gets chopped now. And then the other thing is too. I mean, people have their questions about Hurts as a thrower for a while, and I wonder if maybe he's not healthy. I, I want to give him some kind of pass because he's proven a lot of people wrong, but it was uh, they didn't put up much of a fight yesterday. It was pretty surprising. Um You got an embattled coach in Philadelphia. You have an embattled coach in Pittsburgh, although the Steelers finished pretty well, mm-hmm. and look, you're not giving Mike Tomlin Tom Brady. He's doing the best he can with what you've been giving him, and it's hard to win in any league. High school, college, pros, I don't care without a, an elite quarterback, and he doesn't have anything that even approaches that. He's got a third-round draft pick playing quarterback for him right now in Mason Rudolph, and yes, he finished the season well, but you got to give the coaches a lot of credit for that. They obviously had a pretty darn good plan to get him there.
4: Look at what happened just across the state, Philadelphia-Pittsburgh. Right. You know, the the demise of one program while the other one, somehow Tomlin kept that team together with everything that they went through, with the quarterback position and different injuries, a wide receiver that was on tape all over, you know, national media, quitting, not blocking. And to go through all that and still find ways to win, that shows you a, a leader that they have at head coach I think it would be a mistake to get rid of him. and As soon as 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 he was fired, somebody would pick him up probably within
3: three days. Yeah, if he wants to coach again, for sure, I would think that would be the case. Okay, so we got basically two coaches in the same sort of situation, although, again, they got there in different ways. Sirianni, complete tank job down the stretch. Tomlin, to me, a little bit, like you said, an easier argument to keep him long term. Uh, But they handled the question after the game completely differently. And personally, very disappointed in Mike Tomlin. He's been around too long. He's had so many questions over the years. And, again, you're a coach. When good things go well, you know, the things go well, you got to stand there and you get to take the praise, take the credit. But when things aren't going great, you gotta, you got to face the music a little bit. You may not have a lot of comments. I get that. But I didn't like the way he handled it. For those who didn't see it, here's Sirianni first. Uh, he was asked about his future with the Eagles because I think everybody knows he's probably on the chopping block.
0: I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the guys. Um... Again, there's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them, that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. I'm not I'm worried. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm, you know, as the head coach, uh, I'm just trying to be there for our guys and our staff right now, um, you know, through a, through a tough time.
3: I'm guessing that was not the last question of the news conference because it had to be higher up on a lot of people's lists of questions to ask because of the way they tanked down the stretch, and then they put the nail in the coffin yesterday. Tomlin, it was the very last question asked. Yeah, well. well, but I mean, yeah, and you're right. But but they were begging for questions at the end. So it, it seems to me, and I didn't watch the press conference, but it seems to me that they got all the way through their press conference, and then they said anybody else, and an ESPN reporter fired one up. Anyone?
5: Mike, you have a year left on your contract.
3: And then he walks out, and I'm like, yeah, and? Again, there's a hundred things you can say, but just walking out, I don't know, I Just it's not a huge deal at the end of the day, but what's the point? Unless, unless you've already had that conversation with the ownership and you know you're not going to be back next year, then maybe you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to say anything that is going to look bad mm-hmm. if you're going to say something bad about the ownership or the way you were treated. But other than that, I don't get it. So we'll see. Maybe there's already a, maybe there's already something done or in the works that we don't know about.
4: I'm a Tomlin fan, and so I was trying to think of something, you know, to make it not so bad. I wonder, and I didn't see the press conference. I wonder if could he have already said, look, you know, we'll talk about the game, but I'm not going to address my future. Yeah, I'm would... not going to take any questions about my future. Maybe he had already said that, put it out there. I have nothing to say about this. Let's talk about the game. I didn't then, see anything that
3: indicated know. that, but but maybe so, because I saw the tweet from the woman that asked the question, mm-hmm. and she didn't suggest that he had already been asked and said, or said, "I'm not going to talk about it." But I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's not a huge deal, but I was just uh, I was surprised, I guess, a little bit more than anything else tonight. We got Razorback basketball in the buzz. Eight o'clock start, so um, it'll still be done before most of these football games have been, mm-hmm. and so it's more about Arkansas. Will it be worth staying up past nine o'clock for? It's uh, against an A and M team that likes to play ugly. They're a defensive stopper kind of team. They're not very efficient offensively, and neither is Arkansas. This game could be virtually unwatchable. But if Arkansas wins it, you know, seven to six, I'd be perfectly happy. You You'll know, take it right now. Sure, absolutely.
4: A and M's a great rebounding team. Yep, and Arkansas has struggled on the glass that's going to be the, the, the key right there can can they keep a&m off the glass get those offensive re- or keep them prevent them from getting those offensive rebounds uh if they just let a&m play volleyball up there against the glass just tipping it tipping it t- they're in trouble mm-hmm. they're in trouble
3: uh by the way if you're trying to watch this on the video we've got our uh number one man on it g money is in here working on it so You can see our ugly faces here in the not-too-distant future. Just hang with us. We're working on that. But hopefully we sound okay to you. Yes, we are on backup power, too. We're we're dealing with a lot of stuff here. The heat's out. I mean, our pets' heads are falling off. We're dealing with a lot of stuff in here. You're going to have to bear with us. So, by the way, uh, also getting a new transmitter. So we're going to sound better than ever in about a month and a half or so. Oakland Line has A&M favored by three tonight. Yep. The over under is in the mid one fifties or low one fifties. One
4: forty six and a half. Oh wow, down. Okay, yeah. But you know, you said A and M likes to muck it up, with kind of a low defensive battle. Yeah, I would think that it would go under. But Arkansas's defense has been so bad, A and M may be able to score anyway. Seventy seven
3: sixty six. How much is that?
4: One hundred thirty one forty three. Is that
3: over? No, it's under. What'd you say it was? One forty five. One forty five and a half. Okay. Seventy seven sixty six. That's my prediction.
4: Okay. No, oh, it just went up to 146.5. Well, people listen. Maybe I said 146. Maybe I misread it. 146.5. Okay.
3: Uh, Eric Musselman, nine games against Texas A&M in his career. Is? Four and five. He's four and five. Good guess. Thanks. Yep. You probably already knew that, huh? No, I didn't. That was a really good guess, then. Uh, Razorbacks, though, have dominated the series with A&M. They have played A&M more than any other team, which I did not realize until today. Hmm. They've met 167 times. And Arkansas has a 106-61 to 61 advantage over the years, which doesn't mean a hill of beans tonight. Devo's eight rebounds and nine assists away from joining Todd Day as the only Razorback to get 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, 300 assists. <laughs> he may not get it tonight, but he'll get it before he's done. That's elite company.
4: That would be huge if he could get that many rebounds. They're going to need the guards to rebound tonight, help help the big bigs out.
3: Arkansas is weird. You don't see a lot of teams that struggle to rebound that also is among the nation's leaders in block shots. That's an odd combination.
4: You know why it's not? Because Arkansas loves to try to block shots and when you get out of position. And you get out of position. I watched it countless times against Florida. If you don't block the shot, the guy if you're coming over from help side defense, you go to block that shot, the guy you're guarding is standing right there at the rim to get the offensive rebound. And Florida did that multiple times. And I, I can remember Mitchell one time doing it. And he's a good shot blocker. Yeah. But he comes over, he didn't block the shot, his guy was just standing there, got the rebound, put it
3: in. Today we've got a few guests coming up in about eight minutes. We're going to talk to Mickey Spagnola from the was it Blue Star Network? What do they call it? Well,
4: we're the Silver Star
3: Network. Silver Star.
4: I think his uh, main gig is with DallasCowboys. dot Okay,
3: we'll give him that. Anyway, we'll get his thoughts on what's going to happen over there and what all went wrong in his mind, besides everything on Saturday
4: turnovers, pick six, and one that was almost pick six. Was it Saturday or Sunday?
3: That was Sunday. Sunday. Thank yeah. You. They all blended together. Wasn't that a
4: great weekend of it
3: really football? really was.
4: 2-2-2. Two, 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 two games, you know, and it worked out for us in Arkansas with the snow day. We had an afternoon game, so it was, it was like a three-day weekend.
3: It was a good reminder that I do love football. I do love the game. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a stake in any of it. Didn't care, really, in most of them who won the game. Like, I found myself rooting for the Rams because I picked them. Then by the halftime, I was, picking, I was rooting for the Lions, I just felt bad for their fans Had have been through it for so long. I was like, you know what? I'd love to see them win. I was rooting for the Cowboys. That was disappointing. But I love it. It was a great three days of football. And honestly, the game being moved to Monday was actually awesome. Mm-hmm. It gave me something to do yesterday afternoon because, well, nothing else was going on. I worked for, I don't know, right up until kickoff pretty much and then rock and roll.
4: I found myself... I had made a uh, bet on uh, Pittsburgh, took the points in the under
2: mm-hmm.
4: late last week when i saw the forecast and the lake effect snow and i thought this game's going to be horrible it's going to be hard to move the ball it's going to be low scoring and give me the 10 points mm-hmm. once it was moved and i saw the conditions i was like that eh, you know this doesn't look good for me yeah the field so, was great yeah, no the field was great and so i just watched that game as a fan, like you talked about, I had no stake. I'd already written off that it was a small bet, so I'd already written that off, and I just sat there and watched the game and enjoyed the game.
3: Yeah, well, and I, I was fun. It was fun watching uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, do what he did, and yeah. his receivers make plays. And yeah, they're going to be listen. They got a lot of weapons. They're going to be a tough out. That game with Detroit next week is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I so. won't be shocked at all if Tampa gets out of there with a victory.
4: I will be. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be very surprised. Yeah, because Detroit's defense is is good enough. It's just good enough to slow them down. We look. We've seen Tampa struggle against Carolina. They managed three field goals. The Saints, when they go up against a, a good defense, they can be shut because they cannot run the ball. That's true. That was the surprising thing last night that they were able to run the ball a little bit mm-hmm. uh, against. Um, Philadelphia and that even opened up but they can throw it I mean the weapons they have they can throw it but mm-hmm. I think Detroit's going to give them some problems I like Detroit I think it is a high, higher scoring game though yeah I don't know I haven't looked at the uh, over under or the line on that game but I, I kind of think the Lions can put up about 30 and Tampa will be in the 20s but it'll, it'll be a fun game that, that one does look fun Houston, I worry about. But then again, I never saw them winning last week. But That's what keep, I said. Going Green, on Green Bay is
3: exactly the same. Going on the
4: road is going to be a different animal for them. Probably. And Houston has struggled this year on the road. They were very good at home in the Dome. Uh, cold weather. Oh, we got some cold weather games this week. Buffalo, Buffalo will be cold. Yeah. Baltimore
3: Yep. will be cold. Detroit Dome. San Fran. San Fran. Yeah. So, it's not going to be hot. No. Won't be. we'll get any lake effects now. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a minute. It is 1026. Mickey Spagnuolo joins us on the other side. We're going to talk to Pat Bradley. Thanks to River City Flooring a little bit later in the show in the 11 o'clock hour. Eli Craner thanks to the Old Bank in Russellville at 1145. And that's that. We've got a top 10 list on a top 10 Tuesday. So stay tuned for that also. And uh, we'll talk a little more about the Razorback game. And we've got plenty more reaction from yesterday's games as well
4: wasn't that long ago that I went to Big O Tires and got four new tires. Driving in this morning, I was really glad I had four new tires. Got in okay. Not any problems. Big O Tires right now has a good deal. $100 off select set of Big O Tires. They got all the name brand tires. And they got the Big O Tire. It's a great tire. Always good deals Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com deals to see the monthly deals. And they do more than just tires. They need a little maintenance done on your vehicle, or just something as simple as an oil change. They can do that, too. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. And Conway Big O Tires is on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires. That's the team we trust.
5: We stop we now. What you gonna do oh. much longer than yours. And a team much stronger than yours. Valley, me, that's a we don't play, mess around. Be D-O-A. Be on your way. <laughs>
2: The sports center.
1: Super Wildcard Weekend is in the books in the NFL. It was headlined by two games yesterday. The snow-delayed Buffalo-Pittsburgh game ends 31-17 in favor of the Bills. Field conditions were good, but the stands full of snow. Josh Allen impressed. 300 yards and three touchdowns in the air, one on the ground as the Bills cruise that 14-point victory. And then Tampa Bay hammers Philadelphia 32-9. Baker Mayfield 337 in the air and three scores to help the Bucks get the win. It sets up a great slate next week. In the AFC, it'll be the Texans and the Ravens, and also the Chiefs and the Bills. In the NFC, it's Packers and 49ers, Lions and Buccaneers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Now's your chance to be a part of the team. Join the Razorback Foundation for as little as $50 to be first in line for tickets, seating, parking, and exclusive events with coaches and players. Plus, members get 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your membership provides 465 Razorback student-athletes with the resources they need to succeed in the classroom and in competition. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. As a Razorback Foundation member, you will experience a lifetime full of Razorback members. Go Hogs! The
0: Bucks are back! At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds, you could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt Rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunters Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation free kid zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, Chainsaw Carving, Birds of Prey, Monster Trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 1037 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info.
1: Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, your home for lunch, happy hour,
5: and late night.
6: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the
5: Crock-Pot this morning?
1: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot.
0: Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-103 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone.
3: two. We are the home of the Cowboys on the Buzz. Buzz two, of course, home of the Chiefs. One of those two teams is still playing. And the other one is the Cowboys. Mickey Spagnola joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. To talk about the Cowboys brief appearance in the playoffs and where they go from here. Mickey always gracious after wins and losses. Mickey, thanks for joining us. How are you?
6: I'm doing fine. How are you guys today?
3: We're good. Uh, I'm disappointed because I, like, I was hoping to have the Cowboys back on the buzz airwaves this weekend, but you know, you can't always get what you want, as Mick Jagger once said.
6: Yeah, they're disappointed too, believe me. Uh, it was a uh, hurting locker room after the game, a hurting uh, locker room uh, that we were in uh, briefly uh, last uh, yesterday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sort of a shock to them on how everything fell apart uh, in a three-hour span after going through however much there is in the in season. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hurting bunch, including, you know, everybody involved uh, in the front office, too, by the way.
3: Yeah, we'll talk about the future, but I'm just curious about your thoughts on the game, first off and how much do you feel like was execution and how much was planning for what Green Bay decided to do and maybe how out of the ordinary, because we haven't watched a lot of Green Bay this year, how much out of the ordinary from what Green Bay did have they done in the past, because it looked like Dallas was caught off guard, frankly, in a lot of situations.
6: Uh, I agree with you uh, defensively. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, and i got to go back and look at it. I uh, assignment today on um, I had this feeling they played so much zone mm-hmm. defensively in the secondary which that's not their M.O. they were a man team uh, I don't know if they were trying to hide uh, the injury to Stephon Gilmore didn't want to get him in a lot of uh, man coverage uh, with the shoulder that uh, you know they were trying to protect Uh, But I I can't remember seeing that many wide receivers that wide open for such big games uh, in quite some time. Uh, And and maybe their offense better prepared than what the defense prepared for. Um, And then defensively, I thought the Packers came up with a good game plan, and it was kind of what we've seen when the Cowboys have struggled offensively, uh, number one, taking away um, C.D. Lamb, and then number two, putting pressure on Dak Prescott. He got sacked four times. He got hit nine times. And he had to run with the ball six times. And those weren't called runs. So they figured out a way to cover and put pressure on the quarterback that they figured not letting him beat us, and I know what the stats looked like at the end of the game, but those were two consolation touchdowns that, uh, you know, the Packers said, "Hey, you can you can have all the yards you want, we're not giving up anything." In one fell swoop, you're going to have to drive the field, which they did, gain yards, scored touchdowns, and made it look not as bad as it really was because. They were on the verge at uh, 48-16 with 10 minutes to go uh, to suffer the worst playoff loss in their history. Uh, and as it turned out, they gave up more points than they ever have in a playoff game.
4: Mickey, what do you think the fallout is?
6: It's a good question. Uh, and I know what you know. everybody expects. Probably the same thing they're expecting in Philadelphia, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's the kind of cautionary tale. And I know there's all these big-name uh, off uh, head coaches out there that, you know, are available, but whoever you hire, who's he hiring as his offensive coordinator? Because remember, the head coach was the offensive coordinator, uh, and they nearly you know, set a record for points scored this season, uh, led the league in points scored. Uh, so who's taking over that? Because if you change head coaches, then you're changing both coordinators probably. And 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 you're going to go through a lot of change. So I don't know if that factors in to a decision because whoever you hire is going to be 10, 12 games and two rounds in the playoffs but what if he doesn't (laughs) you you fire that guy too so you got to be careful on trying to figure out why what happened uh on on sunday happened uh before you start just you know taking out the sword and cutting people off uh left and right
3: you know, it's, it's interesting. We're talking to Mickey Spagnuolo on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. At the same time, we talk about Dak, and there are people calling, you know, for somebody to <laughs> replace him at quarterback, and the guy had, a, you know, an MVP type of season, but there have been continued issues in the playoffs for him. Do you think he presses, Mickey, That and you watch him all year, do you think he presses a little bit when they get to the postseason trying to do a little more than he needs to?
6: I think early in the game, and I've seen this from really good quarterbacks in the playoffs, That you get a little bit too excited. I don't know if it's pressing, but you're really ramped up. And I've noticed that a couple of the misses he had early were high. Uh, And I've seen that, I I mean, I've seen that from Troy Aikman a couple times Mm -hmm. uh, early in a playoff game. And then you kind of settle down. Uh, But I think their defensive scheme really did uh, a good job on containing the Cowboys' receivers. I mean, we didn't see, when the game was being contested, that many wide-open guys. Uh, Now, I know he missed a couple, but you always miss a couple. But it seemed like it was a struggle to find guys uh, that were open. Um, And, again, I understand the quarterback thing, right? But the offensive line had something to do with it, right? Because they couldn't run the ball, and that had nothing to do with Dak. Um, you know the tight end played pretty well, um, so I, I'm I'm one of these guys that I, I I guess I err on the side of not blaming everything on the quarterback uh, because I've seen some very good quarterbacks uh, on bad teams and not have good seasons, right? And it's always the quarterback's problem. Yeah, uh, it's never the team's problem. And 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 you know, and I understand what happens now uh, with the history of the Cowboys uh, in the playoffs. These guys had nothing to do with 2018, 2016, 2014, 2009, 2007, but the history is there, and it's always going to fall on that team's shoulders until they break through on their own. Uh, but they can't make up for past. Failures in in are be responsible for past failures in the playoffs.
4: I think this game is a perfect example of why it, it you it's imperative you got to have a good running game too. So it's almost like a reset button. All right, Dak's struggling or the passing game struggling. Well, let's go back to the basics. We can run the ball, and they haven't been able to do that. Take a look at the Bills. You know, with the emergence of James Cook. That they're a different team now that they can run the ball when they need to. And uh, I think that was something that was sorely missed Sunday.
6: Oh, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, you know, and it sounds like, oh, you're so old school that, you know, you better be able to run the ball some effectively, right? And you better be able to stop the run. It. And they didn't either. Yeah. Um, you go look at the, 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 the six games the Cowboys lost this year. Um, all but one time, uh, the team that won rushed for at least 109 yards. And that was 143 on Sunday. And while it it, it, it didn't seem like one failed swoop, right, they just run big games, but they were effectively running the football uh, to the point um Aaron Jones ends up rushing for three touchdowns. Now I know one was what one yard, three yards, but the other was a nine yards. But that's three touchdowns. That, that tied up a, a Packers playoff record for most rushing touchdowns uh, in the playoff in a single playoff game. And the other thing it did was now Aaron Jones has rushed for more playoff touchdowns than anybody in Packers history. He's got seven. Three against the Cowboys. Uh, and that means he did something that Jim Taylor and Paul Horning <laughs> never did. Think about it. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing. You know, I I know we focus on the quarterback. We focus on uh you know the ability for the offensive coordinator calling plays, but the defense didn't have to give up 41 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave up 41 points. Uh, I know one of the touchdowns was set up by the interception. They got the ball at the 19-yard line. But just because that happens, you don't have to let them score in four plays. Now, I understand it makes it easier. Uh, but even take that away, they, they still gave up 30, 34 points on their own. Um you know, sometimes the defense got to step up, uh, and they didn't. They looked lost out there, to tell you the truth. So, um, so you know, I don't know. Is anybody calling for yeah. Dan Quinn's head? Uh, you know, he had to have a hand in it, didn't he? Yeah,
3: people are trying to give him a head coaching job. Actually, Mickey. So <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. so.
6: And, and yeah, and, and after that that might take precedence of any interview you have for a job. They're going to say, well, what what happened? Why did that happen? Huh?
3: Uh, had a bad day. It's like Dak said. We say it all the time in here. You picked a bad day to have a bad day, you know?
6: Well, and, and, and they did. Uh, so uh, that's why, you know, I think that knowing what Jerry's been about, you know, you kind of sit back, take the emotion out of it, kind of think it through on, um, you know, what has to happen, where you go next. Uh, because again, I go back to what I said earlier, bring in a new guy, well, you better win 12 games.
4: <laughs> Mickey, do you have a theory on what in the world went on and happened in Philadelphia? Uh,
6: I do not. Uh, I, I, You know, the reality of it is it could have been worse. Yeah. Think about the two games they won before they had the losing streak they 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 should have got beat by Kansas City the guy's got the winning touchdown uh, pass in his hands at the goal line and he drops it and then the Buffalo game they're in overtime and they've got the winning touchdown pass in the end zone and the receiver turns one way and the ball was the other way they could have lost those two games too So, all year long, if you really look at what was going on, what were we saying about the Eagles? Well, you know what? They just find a way to win, and the Cowboys can't figure that out because they were winning a lot of close games, a lot of close shape, Mm -hmm. uh, and then it caught up with them. Uh, And I don't know if Sirianni lost that team, but I'll tell you one thing he lost is that... that, um, Kind of arrogant smirk he always has on the sideline. <laughs> he got
2: that
6: knocked right off his face.
4: <laughs> Mickey Spagnola with us, DallasCowboys.com. dot com Silver Star Network uh, is Silver Star Nation. Mickey, who who's your picks right now uh, to to get to the Super Bowl?
6: Oh boy, um, it's always scary to do this after the wild card game because the teams that were the best haven't played,
2: yeah.
6: and we seem to overlook. Uh, the fact that San Francisco there's a reason they had a buy. there's a reason Baltimore had a buy, right and and I always caution myself at this time to say oh this team looked good and that team looked good okay well now how are you going to look with the team that was sitting there with their feet up all day uh, on Saturday and Sunday uh, I kind of like what Buffalo has going on and they've been on a streak since they were 6-6 six and six. Uh, so uh, I, I think it's, a, and, and you kind of brought it up, a good combination of their running game uh, and what Josh Allen can do, also, by the way, running the football. Um, so they've caught my attention uh, quite a bit. Um, and on this side, I want to see what happens because uh, San Francisco, to me, has been the most complete team uh, in the NFC
4: you think green bay is on to something
6: or did they, uh, they catch are. the
4: cowboys i mean because no, no, I, I don't I think, think anybody's giving them a them. chance at San uh, sam fran but i just right. liked
6: what they did well if if you if you i mean i tried to tell people that you know while i thought the cowboys would win i thought it would be somewhat of a struggle uh right down to you know the wire um they won seven of their last 10 games. They beat Kansas City. They beat Detroit. And the quarterback was red hot. Whatever they were doing with him, uh, they had figured something out. He grew. And I think we forget that um, he. this was his first year starting. And I've, I've, I've seen people call him a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie. This was his third year. He sat two years behind Aaron Rodgers. And I think he learned something. Uh, and one of the things that, you know, was talked about here was how well he threw off his back foot. Like, if you're getting pressure on him, you better get there because he'll do that back foot throw. And he did. Uh, so he's playing uh, awfully efficiently uh, over these last uh, seven or eight games. He only had those last games, he only had one interception. Uh, and so he was playing well. And. I thought where the Cowboys would take advantage of them was their defense, that they weren't real good stopping the run. They did give up points, but they figured a way to shut down the Cowboys. Uh, So uh, I don't know how they play going forward in the playoffs, but I think it's something the league is going to have to reckon with for sure next year.
3: Mickey, thank you for the time, and I'm sure we'll talk if there are any major changes. We'll definitely be asking for uh, your thoughts on it if it goes down, and maybe...
6: Sure thing. Just maybe we'll be looking just like this. Who knows? Yeah, anytime. Thanks, Mickey. See you, guys.
3: If you're betting today, how many coaches are left on the hot seat? ride? Tomlin, you got Tom and Sirianni and McCarthy who have not been moved. Anybody else I'm missing? No. Be a good backup question of the day today. Christian, what's the question of the day today?
5: Our question of the day today is Arkansas has five games remaining in the month of January. I have them listed. I have to pull it up. a South Carolina, Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Missouri. What's their record in those five games?
3: On three. Ready? One, two, three. One two and three. Two not, three. not a lot of optimism over here and less over there. All right, talked you into this whole thing, huh? I think I overdid it. I think I oversold John how bad they're gonna be. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. I understand. I don't like it tonight, for sure. It's not a great matchup. That's that's uh, safe to say. I think
5: you get South Carolina, Missouri. South Carolina,
3: Missouri. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um Back of a question are we gonna ask it tomorrow, assuming nobody gets their head rolled today. McCarthy, Tomlin. And Sirianni, how many of the three survive next year?
4: Does Tomlin. One out of three. Tomlin's retiring count?
3: Uh, how many are coaching their team next yeah. year? There you go. I don't think Tomlin's going to retire, do you?
4: I don't think I, I, will. I think that would. It's kind of the Pittsburgh Steelers would sit, come to him and say, we're moving on.
3: Yeah, but
5: he could coach I, somewhere well,
3: else next year if he wants to. He, I don't know if.
5: He... Maybe he'd sit yeah. out a year and come back. Yeah. Or... Why sit a year? I don't know. I don't think he's done. I think he honestly keeps his job.
3: Yeah. I do too. Well, again, just like Mickey's talking about, who are you going to get that's better? That's got a better track record that's done more? Mm-hmm.
5: They haven't won a playoff game since 2015, maybe? I mean, they're not Atlanta.
3: Yeah. Atlanta's been stinky lately. They got to find somebody. They had to make the move. I get it. There are certain organizations where you got to go, but they don't have to go
1: anywhere.
5: Yeah, I think this, st- I mean, he's never had a losing season. Which I mean Mike Anderson never did either, but uh yeah, but Mike Tomlins won two Super
3: Bowls yeah Mike Anderson never won squat, so it's not the same thing did he did I miss something Mm-mm. okay just making sure thought I, thought I missed something uh 1051 we'll take a break we can come back uh, I want to talk about the Atlanta situation real quick about Belichick that's an interesting combination because again you got a couple of high high powered Owners, I mean, they all are, but we got high-profile guys. Like, Laurie. I mean, I don't know that many owner's names, but I know Jeffrey Laurie. Mm-hmm. I know Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. and I know Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume the, the Rooney still own the Steelers. I don't know. Is that right?
5: Rooney's on the Giants, right?
3: Who owns the, the Steelers? They have a famous family, though. Who's the family that owns the Steelers? Mara. The Maras, I thought they right? were the Giants. The,
5: yeah. Okay. The Rooney's are the
3: Steelers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Because one of right? them are
5: married, and one of them's name is Rooney Mara.
3: Oh, my gosh. Now you're really confused me. And then there's the actress.
5: Doesn't Benson's uh,
4: daughter now run the Saints?
3: Uh, I don't know. Still a family thing. I don't know. Anyway, we can ask that tomorrow as a question, but i got to talk to you about this Belichick thing because there was something about this particular interaction that really caught my attention. And did he fly direct from L.A. to go visit with the Falcons? Or did he go home first or what? very interesting to me.
0: It's time for the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo. Arkansas's premier boat show this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges all on display and at discount show prices. And you can win a new $11,000 Sea Spark personal watercraft. Courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and VRP. $10 for adults, children 12 and under free. Don't miss Arkansas's premier boat show this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock medicine is regenerating me. It was
5: super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This
0: non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell
5: as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC
1: Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440 That's 501
0: 222 8440 501 8440.
4: this is a test of the emergency alert system this is only a test
0: Man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661 1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's
1: up with the fear? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon.
3: I saw Oaklawn promoting the fact that you can go down there and bunk up, look out at the snow on the infield, get a room down there. It's a great place to hang out. Whether it's snowing or sunny, whether the racing's on or not, it's the place. It's Oaklawn. Live racing's back, of course. It goes all the way through May 4th. Restaurant reservations and seat tickets. Uh, You know, again, you can pop in there, have a good time at one of the restaurants or watching the races. And, of course, Oaklawn Sports, if you can't make it down there. Oaklawn anywhere through bet.oaklawn.com or download the app. And you can wager on the races at Oakland. In addition to uh, popping down there and having a good time when you can in person. Obviously, it may be a little hairy now, but if you're in the Hot Springs area you've got some four-wheel drive and you get there, it would be a great place to bunk up for a while. There's no question about that. Uh, We've got just a couple weeks away from the Southwest Sakes, the next big step for Kentucky Derby points. And there are, I don't know if you heard, some pretty big playoff games going on this weekend that if you want to wager on those, they're available at Oaklawn Sports. You can download the app again on your iPhone or your Android, or go to oaklandsports.com. Zach and I are about to knock out another podcast this week. We'll try to get some uh, information to you that you might find valuable as you prepare for the weekend. And also uh, some college basketball with the Razorbacks, a three-point dog tonight at home to the Aggies. No pun intended. Question of the day, Arkansas has got five games coming up in this month. What's their record? You can check it out at uh, on Twitter at 1037thebuzz.com. Or, excuse me, at 1037thebuzz. It's our Twitter account. At Acre 7 at Wes underscore more at CWeaver1037. Next hour, Pat Bradley, get his thoughts on the game tonight, the SEC in general, and what kind of uh, game he expects between the Hogs and Aggies tonight. We will also, in the next hour, visit with Eli Craner and i've got a top 10 list from the folks at uh, the guinness world records on some of the more interesting records that were set in the previous calendar year. So there you go. Our ones in the books. We're going to get our cameras worked out i think. Maybe not. Mm. Got some issues. We're working on it. I'm working on it. You're doing a really it's good job making progress. It's good. Stay tuned. Much more coming up.
2: It's
0: a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T-Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T-Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site